and it's day five of the apocalypse <clears throat> and I'm looking at numbers and like I said a while back um, the percentages are holding to what I thought they would so for Italy it's still 44% we're now at 4,000 dead 5,000 recovered Spain it's even worse Spain is more than 40 something percent just doing it in my head very quickly a thousand and forty four dead a thousand five hundred and eighty eight alive so it's well over forty percent and remember I said Italy Spain Portugal I would take those numbers as being accurate um, and I said Finland and Denmark I would not take UK numbers as accurate I would take certain elements of US numbers as accurate but not overall uh, Portugal, I don't think, let me just see, Greece, uh, yeah, I think Portugal is probably not on the list yet, did it? Should be, oh yeah, there we go, Portugal. Portugal seems to have only six deceased and five recovered, but again, you know, it's not enough numbers, but a thousand uh, cases. Um, China, of course, I ignore completely because they're absolutely lying. Uh, Germany is also clearly not telling the truth. Iran is not telling the truth. United States. United States, I have to admit, is probably, overall, I would say, you know, I would, as a score, I would give it like 65, 70% credibility, which is more than I thought I would be able to give it. Um, let me just see where is the United Kingdom. Oh, there we go. Yeah, United Kingdom is total horseshit. They've had 20 serious cases for like four days in a row. It's absolute bullshit. Uh, but I know because I live here that they're just completely wrong. Anyway, <clears throat> the point is um, that, again, just as I predicted, my numbers are still holding. And it's over, around hovering around 40% for the countries that I trust. So, again, this thing is not the flu. By the way, there have been videos now released of hospitals in Italy. Doctors have released videos of the patients in Italy trying to show, hey, look, this is not the fucking flu. And it's not, um, you know, just old people, which is something else I've been saying for a while. Because, look, you people need to understand. I've got family and friends in Italy it's, and doctors in my family. It's not like... You know, I'm not just getting the stuff from some random people on street corners. So, those of you that are going out there saying, oh, it's just a flu, stop it. You're, you're an idiot, right? Um, you're not helping anybody and you're making the situation worse for uh, people that are vulnerable. Having said all that, on a more positive note, at least for me anyway, I'm actually really enjoying this. You know, what's, um, well, personally, of course, I'm not enjoying the suffering of other people, but just thought I'd clarify that because I am the Kurgan, you know. But um, the thing that's becoming really, really obvious is how much healthier and better and nicer it is to be a family, you know, to be around your family more because this whole thing of having... Uh, both the husband and the wife work and the kids in school it's it's actually demonic once you see the difference and you got to keep in mind I've never experienced that difference you know until now because 
when I was growing up, you know, my parents were working and I was in school and so was my brother and that's how we grew up. And when we started to have kids, it was kind of the same thing. Now, because of this, I'm actually for the first time at home, I'm still working full time. In fact, to be honest with you, um, over the last few days, because of the general panic and having to get all the paperwork in place, I'm probably busier than I've been in, in the last few weeks. Um, I'm, I'm literally like working flat out all day in my office. But nevertheless, you know, I do go out for a toilet break or to grab a cup of tea or whatever. And when I do, I play with the kids a bit and I say hi to them or whatever. And what's become apparent, uh, which is pissing my wife off no end, is that whenever I step out, the little boy is like, Dad, I'm hungry. And, you know, he doesn't know to speak yet, but you can just tell. And I'm like, okay, boy, don't worry, I'll save you. You know, I know the women are not looking after you. <laughs> and she's like, I've just been feeding this little pig the whole time. <laughs> He just ate. And then I'll give him something that he's refused from her. But when I give it to him, he'll just, he'll just bite down on it. But, you know, it's really interesting because you get to see the dynamics, you know, of his sister, of him, of my wife. It's, it's beautiful. It's really great. It's, uh, you know, if you have got the opportunity to be able to be at home, work from home or survive working from home, you know, I know it's tough for a lot of people. It's going to be tough for us too eventually, you know. it's uh, We're just much better prepared than most human beings because, you know, I know how shit works. But, and I've, and I've been in tough spots before, so I know how to prepare for that. But, um, you know, it's going to be tough for a lot of people. And eventually, if it lasts long enough, it's going to be tough for everybody. But that's just life, you know. You've got to take it as it comes. I mean, it's not like we don't have issues, you know. Um, my wife's got some health issues. If something happens to one of the kids now, you know, I, I recently just had a bit of a scolding for them because they play pretty rough, you know, and they're both young. Uh, you know, my, my son's only like, uh, he's not even one year old, and the other one's like not quite five. But they're both little savages. And I'm like, listen, you got to chill out because if one of you breaks an arm or, or cracks a finger, which normally wouldn't phase me, but now there's no hospitals available. You can't go to the hospital because you're going to get something worse. You know, a broken arm now can be a, a life-threatening thing. Um, especially if you're a little kid and, you know, you don't have access to... You know, if I break an arm, fuck it. I kind of know what I'm doing unless there's a, literally a bone sticking out of the, of the, of the, of the wound. I'll probably survive it. And even if there is a bone sticking out... It might be a cripple, but you can probably survive it if you've got, um, you know, disinfectants and so on. And you know how to set a bone, which is not always easy, you know, especially if it's a bad fracture. But anyway, sorry, getting back on the positive. <laughs> um, it's really a huge difference to notice how much of a difference it makes when both parents are at home with the kids. The harmony in the family, in the, in the house, it's, it's great. It's actually awesome you know and there's like people posting online like oh if the scientists don't find a cure the parents soon will you know there was a babylon b um article not too long ago was like parents panicking as they may have to raise their own children and it's a fact you know i can't i can't believe people like that i can't think of anything better than being at home with your wife and kids it's like great it's fucking awesome and frankly you know even the people with my work and stuff are starting to realize Hey, 
you know, we can do teleconferencing. We do have the technology to just do a meeting online instead of like face to face. And probably because the online thing is just a little bit more difficult, it would force everybody to be a little bit more disciplined and make the meeting go quicker and faster. You know, if I have to present some new top new thing to you and I'm like, look, this is the new marble that we have, whatever. You're going to look at that and you're going to be like, dude, you know, this is over video. What the fuck have you got to tell me in like 30 seconds or less? And I am going to tell you that in 30 seconds or less because I know you're not going to sit around. You're just going to glaze over, you know, if I take longer than that. And at the same time, you're going to get back to me and say, mm, I'm saying, look, buddy, you know, it's first come, first serve. You know, these guys in Italy can only supply so much of the stuff and you get what you get, you know, if there's only so many people still working. So do you want it now or, or now? <laughs> you know, so it's like it works both ways. And um, I think that makes it a lot more efficient, which basically makes us act like Russians, which I love. You know, Russians are awesome at business. Like I went to Russia to like when I was in Russia, there was they were trying to like rope me into this like business, which was an absolute fucking scam because they didn't have the money to do what was supposed to do. And they would say, oh, we'll pay you to like look after. And it's like, dude, I'm not your fucking Patsy. I'm not Lee Harvey Oswald. I'm not the guy that you're saying we're going to pay you good money. And then you're telling me that you're going to build like a 50 million dollar building with like 10 million. That's not going to fucking happen. So, but the, the cool thing is they, for three days, they just feed you, wine you, dine you, if you're that way inclined, supply you with women, coke, whatever the hell you want. But the actual business meeting, it's like five minutes. Okay, now we have seen you're a good man. Now, this is money we if offer you, uh, you do the job or not? No. Why not? Because it's a scam. Oh, you can call me a scam because A, B, C, D. And I've seen this shit all before. I'm Italian, you're Russian, you're 200 years behind us. We know exactly how to do this scam. This is how it works. You are this guy and you're acting for that guy who's behind the scenes and nobody has seen yet. And this is how you're gonna make the money and this is how you're gonna fuck it. And I'm the guy that's supposed to hold the bag at the end of it. I'm not that stupid. But if you've got a real job, you call me again, I'm, I'm ready. Hmm. I like this guy, he's a good man. Okay, we call you again if we have a real job. Thanks. That's it. Meeting done. You know, it's awesome. And now we're going to have to start to get that level of practicality going, which is good. It's awesome. It's, it's great. So, yeah, so far, still enjoying the apocalypse on day five. Um, I hope you're doing equally well. And if you're not, you know, I had a message that sort of made me think a little bit. There was one guy that like left a comment on one of the videos saying, I'm a young guy and not, I'm not handling this very well. And, you know, thanks for the inspiration. I don't know what that young guy is. You know, I don't know if he's like 10 or, or if he's like 25. Um, you know, there's another set of people that I feel a, a little bit for. Um, and that is like single people, you know, like um, single women, single men. You know, it doesn't matter who you are. If you're on your own, you know, like my dad, he's like an older guy and he's on his own. Uh, by choice, mind you, but, you know, it can be pretty lonely for people like that, especially if you're self-quarantining, especially if you're older and, you know, you're like, have to be a bit more careful, so you're going to be quarantining, self-quarantining, but 
you're also on your own, you know, and maybe you don't even have the technology to like look after yourself and stuff. You know, I feel for those people, but there's always something you can do. So if you're an older guy and you don't have the technology, you probably won't even be able to see this video, but maybe some of you can get to them, call them or let them know, you know, read a book, write a book. If you're an old man or an old woman, you, you've had some life experiences. Just put it down. You know, even if it doesn't become a bestseller, it doesn't matter. It's a diary you can leave for your grandkids or something, you know. it's a lot of stuff you can do. Um, and if you're a young person on your own and you're like feeling lonely because you're, you know, you're a young guy, maybe you're not, you, you don't look like Brad Pitt, you've never had a lot of girlfriends or whatever, and you're just like, fuck, now I'm never gonna like be with somebody. Don't despair, you know, don't despair. You know, even if you can only get online and communicate with people, it's another opportunity for you to like have your character show through over time, you know. And if you're a, a single woman, you know, I again, I, I wish you the best. You know, there's um, a few people that I occasionally watch some of their videos and so on. There's one lady I left the, the I left a comment on her thing. I said, you know, I hope you find some guy soon because you can tell, you know, she's kind of like hit the wall. Although she, you know, she's quite good looking, so she's not in a terrible spot. But she knows she's hit the wall, and um, probably, if not past childbearing age, certainly very close to it. Um, and you can tell she's kind of like fuck. You know, I'm on my own, and it's it's ugly. You know, that's that's a that's a it's not a good feeling to have, but don't despair. Never despair. Remember that is the aim of the enemy to make you despair. And you know, I've I've been very much on my own for for a while, for years at a time. You know, like um, mind you, it was a little bit different because I wasn't any kind of Christian, and yes, I was alone in the sense of like internally alone, but I wasn't necessarily physically alone because I've never had a problem to, um, you know, entertain myself with the opposite sex. But but there have been times where I would say, probably when I was in Venice, that was kind of the best time. And it was really actually a good time. I was on my own a lot. And yes, I did have a fling here and there, but substantially I was on my own. And I did do a video about this. You know, when you're on your own, take that time. It's it's painful, it hurts, but it, it's good for you. It's like lets you get right down to the root of who you are and who you want to be. And it's it's important. So don't despair, always. Never despair. There's always something you can do. And maybe maybe all you can do is take out your carving knife and, and start to make like, I don't know, a wooden chessboard, you know, by hand. Whatever. That may become the thing that saves you. That may become something down the line, you know. So don't don't despair. Use your imagination. Be be confident both in yourself and in God's grace because it's there, even if sometimes it appears it isn't. It is. So, well, that's my message for today. I don't have a lot of stuff to tell you, also because. I really am busy, weirdly enough. So I've still got some, some work stuff to do um, that I need to just square away before the weekend so that I can spend some time in the garden with my kids and enjoying ourselves. And again, I wish you all the best. Keep well, keep praying. Don't forget 
If you don't have, there you go. If you don't have a rosary, you can make one. This is your chance. Use your imagination. I've got my battle rosary, which, you know, one of the guys said, you know, combat rosary, hardcore. And I was just talking about the choking out. But I just realized that actually, if you wrap it around yourself, <laughs> I know I can't help myself. It's just the way my brain works. But um, yeah, one of these days, maybe um, when you've got a bit more time and all the work dries up, I'm going to take that big ass telescope outside when it's not raining and finally get a good look at the round globe moon. <laughs> I know that just sent some of you spiraling, but I don't care. I'm having fun. All right. Good night and keep healthy and keep happy. <laughs>